0: It was the children who gave me my
1: You look, you look knackered. I have had a very busy last few days. I am very tired. Well, I yeah. am too. I've done about 300 miles today. <laughs> I'm knackered oh, as well. That is so, a quite a long distance. But we get this done. We, in theory, yeah. get a break for two weeks.
2: So. Yeah, because so I've got a wedding in a couple of weeks for a few days, so I'm not
1: around. I'm going to the desert on Tuesday that's true you are so you're definitely not around and it's going to be it's going to the desert on tuesday and it's going to be i say the desert i say i mean yeah. it's going to be mid 40s all week well oh, oh yeah no way too hot the the thing the only plus side i can think with that is it's way too hot but there is aircon everywhere yeah and oh that's all right uh, yeah yeah and it's not like the humidity we get in London because the humidity we get in London when it's like mid thirties is horrible because it's oh, yeah, all it po- it's like the, the smog and pollution. Mm. So I think it will just be hot like a heater just there, oh. just there on me. So yeah, as if you're inside most of the time, though you should be all right. Yes, yeah, it should be so. Um, yeah, that's that. Oh, I did, I I loved I love when we start this because I never tell you when I start recording. No,
2: you don't. I'm, I'm I should get used to this by now. I'm sure you've already
1: I did. I did press recording, yeah. it, but it's nice to get the preamble of why we're not going to be here for the next couple of weeks, which is why we're yes, getting all no, these yes. episodes recorded in a row. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that's true, actually, which is good. Obviously,
2: it was supposed to be our slasher versus slasher, but...
1: Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll get onto the reasoning for that. So, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dreadcast. This is episode 14. Hello. Episode yeah. 14, so wow that's technically seven it's what four three and a half months technically we should be maybe more although we've missed quite oh, a few it's three three months two weeks it would be wouldn't yeah it? yeah 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 so oh, yeah, we 14 the last couple we focused on friday the 13th part one and two because they they're like sort, they're like salt and pepper day and night they have to go together you know they're they're a, they're a pair yeah. that go together And I I thoroughly enjoyed discussing them. I think we could have gone a lot longer.
2: Oh yeah. We easily could have gone
1: for longer, but I think at the same time it's like
2: I mean we when we what was it, the when we first discussed doing this in the pub Mm. and we were like, oh yeah, let's have a quick drink for like an hour or two. Yeah. And it's like three or four hours later, it was like, oh yeah, we could talk about this stuff for
1: endless amount of time. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But our unfortunate bridge between Yes. Uh the Friday the thirteenth part one and two episodes and what we're going to be doing in the next episode is yeah. the beauty, the masterpiece of the, the piece of art, the The final uh, film in each franchise that probably killed off the franchises. I think there's no probably about it. I mean I mean no, Friday isn't. the thirteenth was on its last legs anyway with Jason X, but this one solidified yeah. it it is yeah, really, freddie versus jason and as you uh, mentioned we were going to do it as slasher versus slasher but yes, we started we, we both started watching it and realized how bad this film is you can't yeah. do the slasher versus slasher that we like to do it's we just need to talk about how bad this film is
2: yeah it's i mean i have some notes that were a few things was like oh okay that was kind of nice or like mm that was a kind of a cool idea they went with, yeah. but most of the time it's just filled with, I, this is, there are so many plot holes in this film that... Yeah, it, oh, horrific plot, plot holes. It's a canon, canon film, but then when you look at it, you're like, they've ignored
1: most of the canon. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I'm more, I'm personally more familiar with the, if you say the lore, the canon story of Friday the 13th franchise than I am the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Um, I think I know Elm Street all, one is Bit more the, complicated. It is, and from what I remember the last, the last Nightmare on Elm Street is the one that's spaced along the lines of they're making a movie of no. what happened. Is that not new Nightmare? Uh, no, yeah. So Wes Craven and and, and, new and John and Freddie, yeah, like it was canon. Robert England is just there. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so Freddie versus Jason, it's. Mm in the nightmare on elm street series it takes place directly after a nightmare on elm street 7 a nightmare on elm street 7 i think it is freddy's dead yep um, which they at the start of the film they they mention it he says look i'm in i've been in hell since they killed me in you know i think they say 4 years ago even though it's probably longer than even you know film wise it was longer than that and it takes place just before jason x which kind of reveals why he's been resurrected. Yeah. Yeah. And where Craven's a new nightmare isn't technically canon because I think even they were like yeah, we've got this like kind of show. what was what's the word for it?
1: I was just getting the franchise up now, the, the list of films. I see what you're saying. Yeah, Wes Craven's New Nightmare just before, well, yeah. not just before, it's 94, and Freddy vs. Jason was 2003, yeah. and Jason X was in so, yeah, 2000. Was, so, yeah,
2: came out way before it, but at mm. the same time, even they were like, don't. it doesn't take, it's like a standalone kind of, like a screen type film. It's yeah. very self-referencing. Yeah. So, they oh, were it kind really of like, Oh, it really is.
0: Yeah.
2: Whereas this film,
1: it's, ah. Oh, it's oh. Can you, gonna, can you, off the top of your head, yeah. do a synopsis of this film? Because I don't think I can. It's a Freddy uh, film, that's for sure. It's really can, not. Yes. It's not a 50-50 um, Freddy and Jason film. No, it's really not. Jason is
2: barely in this film. Jason's and a pawn in this film. Oh, yeah. It's, there's a great line where, obviously, Jason's, like, yeah, Jason is Freddy's puppet. And he goes, well, not, maybe not puppet. He's going around, killing you know people but there's a line later on where i believe it's the the sheriff or one of the sheriff's officers he meets with the group of teenagers mm. that are like oh we've got a you know oh was after the massacre in the cornfield and they're like oh yeah freddy's going around killing people and this dude's like oh no it's not it's jason and they're like who's that and even he's like oh yeah some dude from crystal lake who kills people and they're like oh, oh okay right cool yeah so uh Freddy is the problem anyway. And when you if you were to look at this if you were to take Jason out of this film,
1: you the film would still go ahead. It's simply another um, Nightmare on Elm Street film, not yeah, Elm Street Jason basically featuring Freddy.
2: Not needed in this film at all. Effectively what you could do is replace Jason mm. with some I don't know easily influential uh like I don't know other character who maybe is slightly psychotic and have mm. Freddy influencing him and he would just take the role of Jason. you yeah, have to probably change completely. the end type between the two of them, but you you can pretty much just take Jason out of it and just have it as a nightmare on Elm Street 8. Yeah if he you felt he,
1: like it. He felt very shoehorned in to what was like oh, yeah. you were saying essentially a Freddy Krueger uh film. It's, yeah. It's a nightmare film. Yeah. Um I mean the the first the first note I have the, f- the very yeah. first note I have, and I took these down you know, briefly. Noted these down while I was watching the film. The first note I have: mm. the acting is horrific. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's, not good. It's, it's really bad. bad, really bad, and that's going really alongside bad. with a pretty piss poor script as well. Like we're discussing, how the yeah. film doesn't really make sense at times, and you kind of established that oh, earlier it's... on, where the film doesn't really make sense. It's most of the time. Most of my
2: notes are. Full of, I mean, there were so many fourth wall breaks as well. I really hated them. Mm. It's like Freddie keeps looking at the screen talking to you, and you're like, stop it, just please stop. I know it was like the kind of thing it's like, oh, you know, uh, mid 2000s, like fourth wall breaks, let's let's put them in. But then at the same time, you're like, stop talking to me, just get on with the film, please. Mm. And most of my, yeah, most of my notes are just about how awful, how many contradictions there are in the script it's the main one i had was and actually it's a huge plot hole straight away it's so it all takes place in the town of springfield uh, yep. not springfield Sp- yeah springfield. spring the spring the springdale 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 that's yeah not, not springfield that's the simpsons and it's established very early on that in nightmare on elm street 7 freddie's dead john doe in that film is the last teenager. In the, in the whole of Springdale mm. There are no kids left There's no teenagers left Freddy has killed them all They're all gone Oh no it's Springwood Oh Springwood Just found out
0: Springdale.
1: Springwood What Sorry. is Springwood?
2: Springwood? I don't know why I thought it was Springdale But And then it's established that after Freddy was finally killed The, the adults basically Scrubbed him From their history They yep. got rid of all the, the evidence And after that night, and so there was there was no record of him left, Mm. and yet straight away, one of the kind of the plot holes is that Laurie, who is kind of the main character, Freddie kills her mother whilst pretending to be her father, and yet this all takes place apparently Mm. Mm. four years ago when Freddie was killed, even though there were no children left in Springwood. Yes. So at the same time, you're like. Okay, that's odd. But the other problem with it is, and this is, I mean, I've got a lot of notes on canon contradiction, is she lives in the Elm Street house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that Elm Street house, if you go back to Freddy's dead, mm. when this film apparently, you know, Laurie's mother apparently dies, that house was completely abandoned at that point in time. There was no one living there yep. because people knew the history of the house and went, don't live there. So immediately you're also like, cool. So you were living in a house that no one lived in.
0: Yeah. Uh, so okay.
1: basically every every uh, quote unquote evil house from a slasher film, the Myers house, yeah. for example, is the. There was example. I think yeah. we've gone back to many times, which really oh, fucked yeah. us off I mean, with Halloween Kills. Yeah. The the couple that are living in that house. Why? Why you is that house that. still even up? Why is it not you rubble? All <laughs> those house down easily. Yeah you would yeah so can we, like, before we get into because this is going to be a texas chainsaw massacre uh 2022 yeah, not... um rant i think let's both try and work out what happens in this film quickly so right, right at the beginning freddie so Freddy is, is alive trapped he's trapped in hell no he's, he's trapped in hell he's not got He's, I think he's very he's
2: the weak, power. so the dream demon left him, yeah, so he he's not got yeah. his powers, Yeah. and obviously he finds, at the end of uh, one of the last Friday the 13th, whichever part that was part 9 or whatever it was obviously uh, he grabs uh, Jason's mask mm. and brings down to hell which at the start of this film he says, oh I found someone that yeah. could go out and terrorise them and so I can gain more power because obviously yes. everyone in Springwood has forgotten about him Yes. So, you know, lo and behold, he resurrects Jason and goes pretending to be Pamela Voorhees, which is not the original actress because I think she was she read the script and went, "This is rubbish." Oh no, it's definitely
1: declined. not. Yeah, no, it's it's not. No, no, it's definitely not her. It's I a, hated the way but, they portrayed her, um, Jay, yeah, uh, Pamela Voorhees.
2: Terrible. I basically put fake Pamela Voorhees because it was yeah, terrible. Yeah. And so he sets off to go and. Basically, Mama says, you know, go kill all the kids in um, Springwood, which Jason thinks, alright, cool, I'll go do that. And then, you know, off goes his rampage, which, well, to be fair, it's not a rampage, because he turns up, he kills one kid, and then vanishes for,
1: like, the next 40 minutes. But there's no reason and... for him to go to kill him. He no, just that's apparently weak-minded, so, like, go kill him. Okay, I'm off. Yep, I'm gonna go do some slashing. <laughs> there's there's, yep. no, there's now, no reason for it. No,
2: there's exactly, and he... Jason is known for... If he's on a killing spree, he doesn't stop. He keeps on going. He will go mm-hmm. and go and go and go and go. Whereas in this one, he kills one person in the house
1: and then vanishes. And doesn't this come and back to like, what you told me, that um, Camp Crystal Lake, where Jason is supposedly at, yeah, is quite far away from Springwood. It's way too
2: far away. It's yeah. well established that... I, I don't have the exact details. I, Springwood's somewhere... I don't, know, I don't know where Springwood is on the map. But basically, they worked out in the films that the two states that each location is in, Springwood and Crystal Lake, they are seven hours away from each other. And Jason doesn't drive, or anymore. So he would have had to have walked... It's that, probably that's still, here to Edinburgh. That's here to
0: Edinburgh.
2: seven hours, seven hours Edinburgh. by car. Yeah. To get him to walk there, it would take him... Days to get, maybe weeks to get weeks. there.
1: That's that's it. That's here yeah. to
2: Edinburgh. Yeah, it's here to Edinburgh. How so this would you whole do film, that? immediately you would you'd be. Well, I mean, if you're an undead monster like Jason, you'd probably mm. just keep going. Mm. But it would take you weeks to get there. By which point, you know, all the kids are like, "Well, nothing's happened." Mm. So, yeah, again, that's kind of like a big kind of plot. But to you, that's another kind of plot hole whereas later on near the end of the film where they're trying to get Freddy into the real world and they're like, oh, let's take Jason back to Crystal Lake. This all happens within the same night and they, they worked out that if he was to drive from Springwood to Crystal Lake, he'd have to do a seven-hour trip yeah. whilst trying to keep Jason you know, um, under anesthet- uh, tranquilizer. Well, that, that's, that's much later on, on, the, on in the film. It's much later on, but it's yeah. like it's physically impossible for them to do it. Unless he was driving 100 miles an hour mm. through the mountains to get
1: there. Which, yeah. you know, probably didn't. So, yeah, I mean, um, the, the base of the film, it, it's a Freddy film, like we said. Freddy wants oh, yeah. his power back. Jason is the pawn that he's using to try and get his power back. Yeah, Jason really, like I said, just feels so shoehorned in. There's yeah, no reason really. for him to be here. It's Freddy no. trying to get back to his glory days. We are given... An ensemble cast of absolute morons, none none of yeah. which are com- likable one bit. There's normally the there's normally somewhat of a protagonist that is friends yeah. with the morons that you're kind of meant to root for. No, 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 none of them are likable one bit. And yeah, plus throughout the they film are- they start to figure this out, but it it's not really clear how they start to figure this out. That no, Freddy's they just trying kind to of have yeah. it's like oh, let's do this. They're also, they're also the stereotypical
2: idiots in horror films. They are very and stupid. Very prevalent. <laughs> when it's Will and, is it Matt? I don't know his name. The dude's mate who apparently, you know, had the contact with Freddy in his last film, even though... The, are we talking they about the have two guys there, in anyway. the
1: mental asylum? Yeah.
2: yeah. And they, obviously, that aside, sticking to, you know, they know who Freddy is and they know how to combat him. They know how to combat him, and they know they—they they wonder why everyone has scrubbed the existence of Freddy, and they're like, "Oh, it's because they don't want us remembering him. If we, no one remembers him, he is powerless." And they state that. And the first thing that Will does is find Laurie and go, "You're talking about Freddy Krueger," and then everyone's like, "Who is Freddy Krueger?"
0: and you're
2: like you've literally just told everyone who Freddy Krueger is and then there's a scene in a cornfield where all these teenagers are like yeah I asked my parents about Freddy Krueger they were like oh yeah he's this big old slasher dude and it's like the the parents of this town spent so long scrubbing his name to be like we will never mention his name again for all of a sudden to be like yeah so he's this evil dude who's going to come back and kill you in your dreams it's like wow these parents suck as well they're all terrible yeah
1: so we got got, there's a couple of bits there so we kind of like so go back to the two guys we mentioned in the mental asylum um, so they're there because of what freddie has done to them in the past and i will go you mentioned laurie she is part of the group that we meet earlier early on and they're having somewhat of a little gathering at the house there's only about four of them kelly Rowland is one of them from destiny's child she's a horrible actress horrible horrible actress um, I think no she emotion. Got up for
2: this and she said, "I had fun doing it, so
1: I don't." Oh, want to be okay. good for you. She's like, oh, that's fair Horrible actress. As long as she got paid, fine. Whatever. <laughs> so they're at this party, and then did you? The first kill that Jason does,
0: is like one of
1: the, sure. one of these douchey boys that comes round to this small yeah, gathering. He is good. one of the most unlikable characters. I mean, we we talk about unlikable characters in these sort of films on this sort of generation. They're mm. douchey morons. You're, they're meant to be, but yeah this guy oh i had so much hatred for him it wasn't even yeah. the fact i wanted him to die i just wanted him off my screen yeah he's a, he's, a... he's the writing for him was so bad he's walking yeah. like hey babe you know, when you're gonna blow oh, me huh when, you, me, when you're uh, gonna do me yeah. huh you know take my yeah. jacket where's my beer and yeah. she's like oh yeah just just go oh, in man, it's okay. fine yeah oh he's so dreamy he's so dreamy it's just not it's not believable it's just, yeah. that that no, would happen yeah,
0: but he, he gets a
1: typical high school douchebag yeah, but he gets it and this at this oh, point really i i really i actually thought the gore it was quite gory his death oh yeah it's jason, very gory jason just Repeatedly stabbing this guy with a machete Ow. in the bed in this house where the gathering was. But the gore I found so over the top, but in a bad way. There's a, there's a good way and there's a bad way. It mm. was unnecessary, yeah. the amount of blood. You, you know in certain films where if someone gets slashed with a knife, which happens in this, suddenly, yeah. off camera, a bucket of fake blood will be chucked across a window. Where, oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. what happens in this, and it's so silly. Overdone. It's, it's overdone yeah. and it's pointless. And that's what happened with this guy's death. I remember.
2: I remember, they... yeah. Because in the first Nightmare film, where they did it, where Johnny Depp's character is, you know, is eaten alive in his bed, it and they had a fountain the blood though, it worked because you were watching it, going, "Oh my gosh!" Yeah, it was so artistically done. Whereas now you're just like, "I," because it's the it's also the bit where the nose was so overdone.
1: When oh, it comes the like, bad CGI,
2: yeah, yeah he pulls off her nose and it flies towards the screen, yeah. and you're just watching it, going, "Oh
1: god, please stop." The, the thing no. with Johnny Depp, which I, I will get to because after this we'll be um, in the future reviewing A Nightmare on Elm Street, yeah. the original, because this was our transition from Friday the 13th mm. to Nightmare on Elm Street. The thing with that Johnny Depp scene, which again I'll reiterate then, the amount of blood works because if you think about it in the way of Freddie took him to maybe hell or another world and yeah. there's just a third amount of blood and you don't know what he did to him. It works. Yeah. This is Jason just going... In a bed, yeah. and there's more blood coming out of this guy than he's gone in his body. <laughs> it's, oh yeah, it's absurd. It's yeah. It
2: unfortunately, I would say that's probably one of Jason. I mean, that's probably Jason's best kill in this because he doesn't have, apart from a few times where yeah, I agree. In the cornfield, that's it. He, he oh, he's. I mean, too. He's barely in this film. It's got to be said. He's hard. He appears and then disappears. I think he's only... He appears right at the start when he's resurrected and he, yeah. he kills the first... He kills the douchebag. He then vanishes. Well, he does his weird Michael Myers stalking, like, pose in the rain. Yes, yes. For some dark reason. And then he vanishes. Then he appears probably about halfway through the film in the cornfield and Which vanishes. Which we'll get to because there's he, a
1: few bits I want to talk about that as well.
2: Yeah. And then he reappears right at the end for his, his fight. And so he's only really in it three times... The most amount of screen time he gets is at the end of the film when he's yeah. having a fight with Freddy. That's it. Speaking of I Jason, didn't... Oh,
1: I, I yeah. wasn't a fan of his design, his look in this. He, he looked too thin. He looked really not slim, but well, they... I, I imagine Jason as Kane Hodder. Kane Hodder is a big dude yeah. who played Jason in the latter films. Um, yeah. And this, Very good, Jason. This, Kane Hodder doesn't play him in this, clearly. Um, and no, Jason just Kane didn't look Berlin. right. It just didn't look right well, in this film.
2: That's it's interesting you mention that because I read up about this and the director made that deliberate choice. Mm. So Kane Hodder was actually sent the script, and he was like, "This is great. I'm going to play Jason again. You know, get a play alongside Robert England, which you know, let's face I it, mean, Robert England was probably one of the you know the actor that really kicked off most of the 80s slashers with with the way he did Freddy." And so they sent Kane Hodder the, the final script. And so in the back of his mind, he was probably like, this is great. I'm going to be Jason. Fantastic. And then the guy went, yeah, I don't want you um, mm. because you're too short for the my Jason. So I'm going to get Ken Curzinger, who's taller than you. And he goes, I'm going to have it deliberately. Jason is very, very slow in this film. And it's oh, very really slow. slow, very he's slow along. I mean, yes, he's very compared to Robert England, who's only five foot nine or something. Yeah, I mean, Ken Kersing is like six foot seven. So he's a, there's a good height difference, but it's, it's just not a good, Jason is very, Jason is fast when he needs to be. That's the thing. He he's is. He's a big machine.
1: Unless they're following the, uh, the, 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 the law of after part six onwards where he isn't human. He was resurrected before part six, but one to four, yeah. no, sorry, two to four. He yeah, is beautiful. he is human, which we discussed in the last one, where he, yeah, you can yeah. see him actually tussling and moving quite quickly. Dicks oh, yeah. onwards, he has the Michael Myers slow approach, but we'll always catch up with you. That it, mm. that's very tropey. But this was just yeah. ultra slow. This was this just was,
2: This was Michael Myers' level of yeah. walking. And yeah, too yeah, slow. It, it didn't work. I I did I mean I obviously I'm a I'm a Jason Voorhees fan, you know, I, mm. I he's my favourite slasher. But um this version of jason i was like mm, it's just no it just doesn't work but you know that's you know it was i guess yeah. that was director, you know director's right to say right actually no i don't want him i want someone else yeah, it was his choice so the i remember why but i've got a note here which says feng shui and i think it's because in oh it was because inside that blooming house Yep. that person went oh your feng shui have you hat. oh it's that dude who was trying to get with laurie yep and he's like yo have you seen your feng shui at the house should we go up to the bedroom for some feng shui? It's like, dude, she's not
1: into you. Just, just Clearly and not into you.
2: I, oh, I didn't like uh, Kelly Rowland's character. She annoyed the crap out of me.
1: Yeah, she, because... again, not likeable.
2: No, she kept telling Laurie to find a nice guy. She said, you've got to find a nice guy. And then so you, she keeps mentioning this, I don't know, whoever this feng shui dude is. And Laurie's clearly like, I'm sorry, but he's a, he's, an, he's a bit of an idiot. I don't want to date him. Mm. And then it's when they meet the... Uh, kind of like the, the geeky kid who tries to like, he goes up to Laurie at, in the cornfield and, you know, he says, oh, I'm sorry to hear about, you know, whoever it is. And he's generally a really nice guy. It's like, oh, I like this kid. He's quite yeah. nice. And Kelly Rowan comes in and goes, look, dude, just piss off. She's not into you. Get lost. And I'm like, you literally just told her to find a nice guy. Here's a nice guy. And you're like, no, get lost. One of the, yeah, one of the, I did like the shot where we get to see Jason's body reanimating so, you know, it's this corpsey body and then you get to see the heart slowly pump back to life. And I was like, OK, that's I do like I did like the music in this. It is so heavily 2000s new metal where you oh just God. got,
1: like know, oh, it it's um, one of my favorite bands is the theme tune for this a band called Il Nino. Um, okay. They do the how theme tune for this. Bang yeah, God. how can I live? Just to again, we're going to try not to do the whole synopsis, but just to bullet point through the film. So there's this the gathering at the beginning where we meet our gang of assholes, yeah. um, and then Jason does yeah. his business. But we we introduce Laurie as you've been mentioning is our is our main girl. She's our final My girl, girl yeah. in a way from the beginning. He's not great. She's not no, great. She's and not like her partner, her ex boyfriend, is one of the guys you mentioned. One of the two that are in the mental asylum. Will, yeah, Will, and one of the the other guy, no, uh, not Will, can't remember his name. His brother, was, his episode. brother was killed by Freddy, but is obviously yeah. in the, the mental asylum because no one believes him.
0: Hmm. Yeah,
1: so that's why. And then they eventually escape. We're just I'm going to gloss over how they escape because it's pointless. Yeah, they escape the mental asylum because escape. apparently it's a very shit mental asylum. It's where Sarah Connor apparently was. Uh, <laughs> they escape and they get back to the town and they meet up with Laurie one thing I noticed about this town yeah if it's nighttime, boy it's gonna rain
2: oh yeah
1: it's it constantly rains, raining it? it's constantly that was, raining
2: that was one of my apart from the corn scene that's the only time it's not raining and one of my first notes is that party at the start you have yeah. got all the windows open, and you're like, there is a giant thunderstorm going on yep. outside. It's pouring yep. out of rain. I'm like, close your windows. You do not need all your windows open. Your house is going to get flooded. It's very, very, very daft. Yeah. yeah. So God, yeah, that's. I'm trying to. I'm just trying to look at my note. I'm just trying to find positives before I keep talking about negatives. Well, let me. I can <laughs> tick it? off.
1: I can tick off my note that says nighttime equals rain time. <laughs>
2: I did one of the things I did know, and this is why, we, it, like we said at the start, it's very heavily a a, um, a nightmare film. Yeah. is the characters in this film they fall asleep way too easy?
0: Any oh. opportunity, oh,
2: yeah. they're asleep. Laurie when she gets to the um, when she gets to the police office, the police station. Obviously, after they, you know, they obviously the douchebag is killed. They call the cops. Are like, yes, oh. yes. She gets to the police station. She literally puts her head on the table. And she's asleep like that yeah. and then there's a bit later where they're in the school and i think laurie coll- oh yeah laurie collapses because she sees will she has a i think a panic attack she collapses she's taken to the nurses and her two the two girlfriends are sitting there and apparently kelly Rowland's character has fallen asleep easily and it's like it's the m- like morning time in your wherever you are it's like how tired are these characters all the time mm. That they fall asleep at the... I mean, it's a shoot. It's like, oh, we now need her to be scared of Freddy. And she falls asleep. Yep. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Bit of a, you know, shoe warning it in
1: there, but all right. They use the the same uh, sort of direction of the character is... That doesn't actually visibly fall asleep. So she's sitting on the bench in the police station. And yeah. Some weird shit starts happening. And then you, as the viewer, Impossible. realize you, as the viewer, realize, oh, she's asleep; it's not real. And then it, and then suddenly, <laughs> I'm awake. They use that constantly. You do, you never, yeah. you never visibly see a character. And, hmm. No, they just, they're just the And then going into the dream world, the scene is cut to them apparently asleep, and that happens later on in a scene which we'll I did. get to. Let's I get did to the like- Oh, go on, go on. I did like the moving wall pictures of the... Who is it?
2: So it's the bit where Laurie falls asleep in the police station. And yeah. what I really like was the moving... When she walks past the children mm. on the walls, all the missing kids.
0: Yes. And they all
2: one. just follow her. And I sat there going, that reminds me so much of Goosebumps, mm. where you had that creepy change. was like, oh, okay, that's quite nice. I really like that sort of... That... Little creepy element. The girl with no eyes, though, that freaked me out. That was like, okay, a bit weird. But yeah. there you go. But I, I did notice something that I thought was interesting. It's... And to be, honest, I don't know if it's ever mentioned in the previous Nightmare films, but it was... It's brought up that Freddy Krueger is a is a child killer. He's a child killer. And so when I heard that, I was like, okay. And it's it's at the start of the film, you see him when he's yeah. a human... And it's very heavily, uh, yeah. Children probably just before teenagers. And I sat there going, if if he's only killing children, I'm like, then adults and teenagers would be like, well, okay, he's not after us, so what's the point?
1: Yeah, and the, this group is they're in high school, but they're probably at the end they're of high school. So we're talking, teens. well, American uh, films and TV yeah. shows about so that they, they always cast people that are in the, the mid twenties to be. Yeah, yeah, it's always horrifically bad so but they're they're late they're late teens in school yeah late teens um staying on that though what i remember was
2: interesting is when they released the new it films Mm. and they cast actual teenagers to play the teenagers. i remember when those people like they're way too young they're they're definitely children it's like no they're teenagers that's just what a teenager looks like but you're too we're too used to seeing 30 year olds playing a teenager
1: we're too desensitized to it now exactly
2: yeah yeah and Anyway, moving back on, back to this, uh, whatever this film is, which is well, pretty bad.
1: I'm fairly certain after we've gotten, because we brushed across quite a bit of this, because you need to, really. There's a lot of yeah. meh. One, th- one thing i found quite funny, and it was more of a, an in-joke for me, because I'm a fan, I, I'm, a, I'm ashamed to say, I'm a fan of the first few scary movie films.
0: Because oh, they yeah, were fun. When,
1: yeah. um, when Jason has done his first kill, at laurie's house oh wait uh, it's not laurie's house it's the her friend's house um the douchey guy is it laurie's house Oh okay it doesn't matter who cares it doesn't matter who cares about this film he wants to know his death and then they run outside with their bad screaming acting and a police car appears who is the policeman it's craig greg or craig or whatever the whatever his name is from scary movie one and I I, did like I couldn't take him seriously. I just couldn't no. take him seriously be- I, uh, because of Scary yeah. Movie 1. And, and he's all the- I like could
2: picture was him with that infamous scene where he gets the the picture in his locker. It was Tiny Dick. And that's all I could see was him. And I'm like, oh, no, you've, you've kind of tanked your career. It's a disability, man. <laughs> just do
0: uh.
1: it. Yeah. Uh, so you know I mean? he, he, he's the cop that he's kind of, he's new to the scene. He's not familiar with Freddie's history. He's not familiar with the town's history. I think yes, he was right. new to the, to the whole picture. So he, throughout the film, he becomes more and more on the kid's side. He's starting to believe them. Right? Whereas the the older cops, they're like, ah, oh, these kids, they don't know what they're talking about. We got to keep them quiet. We don't want to, we, we don't talk about this. To
2: the insane asylum, Shusha. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: He's but the but I can't remember his name in this film. But yeah, Craig, as we'll call him is the only Jason Voorhees, is the, the only person who knows who Jason Voorhees is, because no one else in this film, everyone in this film is like, it's definitely Freddy. And yet, this dude literally walks in and goes, oh yes, yeah, Jason Voorhees. His name's Thuds. And everyone else
1: That's what got. seems
2: to be like, well, who's that? And I'm like, if these two are in the same universe, it's like, chances are, news would have filtered around about who Jason Voorhees is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there's, and, there's a big plot hole I found with him later on. That, something he oh, says okay. that was I, just stupid the first thing i mean it must be it's popped into my head now
2: this this one scene it's going back to this the thought that i mean i really liked the idea i mean it is a i really like the great concept for a, a nightmare film where if they had done it correctly it's you know they've managed to scrub Freddy from existence not from existence mm. but from that town's existence yeah and i really like that concept i thought that could be a good concept but <laughs> But again, it's when Will and Mark, I'm going to say it, I mean, I did find it daft that they went to a high school when they're, they're wanted by the they're police for being the escaped. They're on the yeah. run. And they go to a high school for some daft reason where everyone knows their face.
1: Why does he go and to her get... house I can, yeah.
2: What I found funny was the fact they got spotted by the headmaster and he goes, oh, it's you two. And they run off. But they don't leave the school. They stay in the school. They go to the library and they're like, dude, look. They've scrubbed Freddy. It's like, I wonder why... They, it's like, you just had a conversation where you explain why they scrubbed Freddy's name yeah. and why they they separated you from
1: everyone. No, they got spotted by the police in the school. It was two cops. Oh, and yeah, they, that was right. Will, Mark, oh. I can't remember the last names. Oh. And yeah, they it's don't chase like, oh, them. Uh, they don't chase them. They're shit cops. Oh.
2: Yeah, they're rubbish. What I did find funny was the fact that when they go back to the in- the the psychiatric hospital they used the same key card to get back in
0: and i was like that
2: key card the second it was stolen would have been cancelled oh my god the door they were seen going out of it's like right lock that door because clearly you can escape through it
1: yeah but before they go back to the mental asylum now we're at the cornfield Now there's a this lot going on at the cornfield. We cut to a cornfield. Yeah. There is a rave going on and there is probably hundred people, hundred to fifty oh, yeah. people. Big, oh, big group of people, big rave, big douchey rave, big bros. Yeah, do And this, this is, is where, where Jason comes back. That, yeah,
2: this is where Jason reappears. And of course, this is when you're like, okay, Jason well no, first we get the, the 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 very heavily drinking girlfriend who apparently gets so drunk she passes out and then Freddie torments her yes, she Jason out. kills yeah. her. Yeah. He kills her with the, the pervy dude. Um so I wasn't too mustered with him. And then launches him halfway across the cornfield, which I just think was very Jason yeah. I mean Jason is, is very strong, but even then I'm like, you're not that strong. No. No and this is great because this is where Freddy starts to find, at this point in time, Freddy has obviously let Jason loose to try and gain more power, so they remember him, which does seem to work. He does start to get stronger. But then he soon realizes that Jason doesn't terrify people, he just kills them. And he starts to realize this when he's trying to terrify the girl in the dream world, and Jason just kills her. And he's like, well, hang on, no. no. And so that's when he kind of realizes that his plan's got a bit of a problem that jason doesn't care that's a bit of a problem
1: do we let's just think think about this fucking plot like he needs power to come back yeah so uses a serial killer to kill the kids that he needs to get the power from all he needs to do to kill these kids is these kids to fall asleep right yeah jason's jason jason's mo isn't to make people fall asleep no no it's really it not it doesn't make sense this film
2: <laughs> and that's that's the pro- that's where this weird it's plot armor because every kid that freddie torments just falls asleep yeah and it's like oh look she's falling asleep it's like oh look freddie needs to torment her she falls asleep and it's you could tell that when they were writing this they were like we need her to be asleep how do we do it don't know she's just asleep no and in this one they put it that she drank so much she passed out yeah uh, which you know in a cornfield which is dangerous in itself but i remember when when this
1: film first came out and i I was hyped for it i was actually hoping the premise would be along the lines of freddy is fucking with jason in his dreams jason jason has, has done his last film or whatever in camp crystal lake they're all dead camp crystal lake is abandoned no one goes there Jason Mm. is still living in the woods, in his shack, with his mum's head, being weird, and mutant, and creepy, but he's still got to sleep at some point, so when he does sleep, Freddy is in this demon world, and has suddenly found Jason's, like, Mm. uh, mind, so I thought it was a case of, Freddy would be fucking with Jason. But at the same time, we get a Friday the 13th film when it could be as generic as, oh, another group of kids come to the camp. They they break into the camp. They're not yeah. meant to be there. Jason's still trying to kill, but he starts messing up at times because Freddy's fucking with him. Freddy's messing him up. Cool. It's a bit more entwined than this hmm. plot that makes no sense. The other thing you could have done is... Obviously, at the
2: end, after, because this is set after the end of both of their last respective films, mm. Freddy is dead and he's in hell and Jason is dead and probably would be in hell. And mm. you could have had a great concept where the two of them are in hell and they're like, I'm going to rule this place. And it's like, no, you're not. I will. And you yeah. just have these two going at each other to be like the, you know, I don't know, the lord of I, hell or whatever.
1: I think the hardest part of that for a creative, in general creative, yeah, is someone is trying to come up with a vision of hell that is not an easy thing to do like there are I've seen some incredible art books Um, Barlow some form Barlow um, an artist did a book of his vision of what hell would look like and the art is incredible the other one that Mm. comes close to me is the creative input behind the new Doom the new Doom games especially Doom Eternal I love the visionary Mm. look concept of hell it's just just different um i I love that and i but hell is hell is in general is a hard thing to yeah i liked the to be different
2: the lucifer Lucifer tv series and i Mm. like their version of it which is it's very barren yeah but their lucifer explains he goes well you know when you if you come down to hell you know your head is different from his hell because it's whatever guilt you have that's just what you're stuck in around Mm. and around and around and I really like that concept. And it's like, well, we don't actually keep you here. It's like, if you can let go of your guilt or whatever it is, the door's unlocked. You can mm. just walk through it. Mm. But because people, a lot of times we're, you know, most of the time it's very hard to let certain things go. I was like, that's a great concept for hell. It's like, effectively it's purgatory as well. Until you can get out of that cycle, you're just stuck. Oh, I must admit, I will say though, when Freddie eventually does get into Jason's dreams, I loved how his mind was, where it's just that foggy swamp.
1: Yes, and I remember yep. watching,
2: going, "I at his like swamp mind dream state." I was like, "That is so cool."
1: Yeah, and there was a, really actually a nice shot, a side panel shot of Jason slowly walking through the swamp, uh, dragging yeah, a body uh, behind him. I actually really like yeah. that. That's a really good I shot. Like that shot. Just a quick side note. Yeah, um, yeah if you want to yeah. look it up, it's called Barlow's Inferno. B-A-R-L-O-W-E and then Inferno and if you google image search it the book is really hard to find the book is a couple of hundred pounds and it's really hard to find but you'll be able to see images on Google and they're insane they are mental um, do check that out if you're interested in concept yeah. visions of hell <laughs> yeah exactly maybe you want to you know, do some research on something the cornfields so there's a rave going on Jason appears kills some people now there are two dude bros. I'm going to keep calling oh, him Miles yeah. Teller because he looks like Miles Teller.
0: There yeah, are two dude bros I that
1: Linderman. I think his name's Linderman. Linderman.
2: I've got a note that's... saying Linderman burn, and I think that's because he has a go at Kelly and basically tells her she's, you know, she's stuck up.
1: She is, yeah. There are two yeah. dude bros that are all about the drinking and smoking weed, and they they light up a joint. And I I feel like this has been done to death as well. Light up a joint. I think you're seeing visions. Oh, dude, what's this ho- guy in a hockey mask? Oh, so that gets nah. around the fact that they aren't scared. But yeah, yeah, he's real. He's he's not a figure of their imagination. He's real. And it's some really silly deaths. One of the deaths, he spins the guy's neck round. The other oh, death. Yeah. Of, well, how does he kill the bigger guy? The real dude, bro. Um, oh, it's the fire oh, machete. The machete
2: yeah, the fire machete, because he's been set on fire somehow. I can't remember how he gets caught on fire. But he's on fire. Um, he gets he thousands always... beer, doesn't he? And he gets.
1: And it, I don't know. He's on fire. I, does he use his joint on him? Jason is know. on fire. Just, At this fire. point, he's on fire somehow. Jason is on fire, and it's probably the coolest part of the film, in my opinion. A fire machete. Yeah. Jason is on dope. fire, slowly walking through the cornfield with his machete on fire, and he's slowly he's walking through the, the, the cornfield. Fire. Towards the rave so you're imagine you're in the middle of a cornfield rave and suddenly this fucking guy that's on fire with a hockey mask is walking towards that's you slowly good. with his machete in the air with on fire yeah, yeah, all i will so say cool. that is uber cool but there are hundreds of people here you can stop yeah. him you can stop him and they're all panicking oh god oh my god just get in the car cool. and run him over
2: that's that was, one of, that was literally one of my notes.
0: Pick up a keg, and throw I, it I, I at know, we've,
2: I know we've, we're jumping around in my notes, but there you go. And it was... Well, the first note was the fact that he only kills one person in the house at the beginning. And then when he turns up now, he's like, cool, free for all, butcher everyone." Oh my inside. God,
1: flash,
0: flash,
2: flash. Okay, cool. I noticed that you're in a cornfield, and this is a cornfield middle of nowhere. And Jason walks in one
1: way. Yeah. For
2: some reason, all of these kids run in directions right in front of jason <laughs> they do like, which makes it easier fire. for him
1: to kill them
2: you like just turn around and run away from the giant man on fire but they're like they're running in front of him <laughs> and you're like you're making this so easy for just and there, his hand out and like there you go i've made some you know hot kebab people out of these things
1: it's and i just remember watching
2: it going it's, again it's just plot armor it's like we need jason to kill people they're having a panic um have him run in front of jason he can just kill a load
1: I think the, the way he, he extinguishes himself is he goes to slash someone but this oh, person yeah. he goes to slash is standing in front of a keg it's of a something. Keg. I, yeah. I, I don't think it's beer because the beer would have ignited it more. Yeah, it's would... so foamy stuff. Yeah, it's, it's foam water but it extinguishes him. So that's their, their cop-out way getting out of it. But Kelly Rowland and Laurie find their best their other best friend dead. Oh yeah. And yeah, When fine. they do escape the cornfield, when they, they've driven back, they've got back to their house, the zero emotion of their oh, best yeah. friend that's just been dead. Kelly Rowland, she dropped Kelly Rowland off and she said, you call me later? Yeah? Okay, yeah. love you. <laughs> okay, okay cool. bye. What? You're, uh, you, yeah, they you don't You've a monster and your best friend is dead. Yeah. No? You, Which, give me something. Yeah. Give me something. Come on, just give me a something.
2: This is, this is the other thing. It's, or well, to be, I give it to them. They wouldn't know who Freddy Krueger is. No. But the thing is, they're aware, well, I think, to be fair, at this point in time, Will is. No, they do know. If it, Freddy, even Will says, Look, Freddy Krueger kills you in your dreams. Yeah. So then, see this person, they should be like, Who on earth is this? But even then, they're like, Oh, it must be Freddy Krueger. And it's only again until a bit later. Well, not not too much later on from this. Because I must be. I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh, I've got barely any notes left because already Me we're too. getting too near to the end Me of the too. film. And. It's only again until the sheriff turns up later and goes, oh, it's Jason Voorhees. They're like, oh, cool. I wonder who that is. It's like it's oh. the, the firing monster that just butchered everyone in the cornfield. He
1: but says were, that. You know, you like but he's and... trying to convince the sheriff it's a copycat Jason Voorhees killer. Why would yeah. he assume that? I don't know. Why would he assume but... that? I can't remember who it is.
2: Basically, I oh know it's Linderman. I think basically turns around and says, "No, that's actually that's Jason." Yeah, and it's like you just literally a minute ago said you had no idea who this bloke is, but now you're like, "Yeah, that's definitely Jason." Oh, yeah, definitely but by
1: Jason. saying by saying that's Jason gives the impression that he's some famous serial killer that he's world renowned.
2: It would be if this was within, if Freddy is that well known.
1: Yeah, you would you wouldn't heard of Jason in this. And uh, yeah. but would the authorities, if he's that well known, would the authorities not want to do something to track him down and kill him and get rid of him? Yeah. they don't just and leave serial killers out film, there, which is Jason X. He's lured
2: back to Crystal Lake because the FBI are hunting him, yeah, which obviously you know takes place after this film, apparently. So, you know, the, he's on the FBI's radar, or well, yeah, it should be. I've got so, my next uh, again, it's going back to the staff thing, which is my note is the fact that there's a giant cover up going on. And yet this entire group of teenagers, including Will and Mark, are like, we can't trust anyone because they yeah. don't want to talk about Freddy. We can't trust him. It's like, again, you're hammering home the fact it's again, it's like, oh, teenagers know what we're doing. We're good teenagers, even though fairly certain the sheriff is like, you're a bunch of stupid kids. Stop talking. Yeah. We know, we know what's going on. Yeah. But these teenagers are like, no, 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 you're adults. You suck. <laughs>
1: Well, speaking of Mark, um, I believe it's at this point where Mark meets his demise. Uh, Laurie yeah, and Will I are back problem. together. I, I can't remember how they, they meet back together. Is, this may be before or after. Ooh, uh, excuse me. At, before oh, we'll or after. Yeah, this is, is this before or after Laurie's dad uh, turns up on this the scene up, and she runs, she and runs, she runs away? And we'll That's it. Oh, oh, by the way, it's raining again at this point. Oh yeah, it is. Raining. I had no. Yeah. I noted down raining again, but they, <laughs> they, they, they go to Mark. Mark is being attacked uh, by Freddy, and they do yeah. nothing. They do nothing. They yeah. see him. Yeah. Yeah. They, they try to get into his house. The door is locked, and then they view Mark through a window which has like bars on the outside, and but they don't. <laughs> so they can't. Uh-huh. They obviously can't get through the, the window with the bars while they're watching him die. But the first door they tried was like a glass door. Why not just smash it down? Why not just yeah, smash it down? Mark, Why they're just standing there? going, no, Mark, no. The problem
2: I also had with this scene is Freddie is still not powerful enough, or he's obviously powerful enough that he can start hurting people. Yeah. There's a pretty, there's a face view shot of Mark when he's get, he's getting Freddie is burning a message into his back because Mark's like I'm not taking any messages. Yes. So he goes I'll do it myself and he burns this message saying Freddie's back into his back which causes Mark to run around his room because his back's on fire. And as he, he's, he's running around in this, you are looking at him going, he's wide awake yeah. when this is happening. And I was like, you're wide awake. So Freddy can't actually touch you anymore. So I'm like, you would be able to be like, oh, I'm wide awake. Oh, cool. I'll go open the door. And I, I must admit, I sat there going, that's what really bothered me about this. Because again, it's like, the people who made this film, if, you, if you're going to make a sequel, to a film and you say it is a canon film just do your research it's not hard and make sure it's canon
1: yeah because it's, it's like not hard
2: Freddy can only hurt you when you are dreaming unless he's pulled into the real world even then it's like just go back and watch a few of the films that establish the law and be like okay that's the law follow that rather than going mark's running around wide awake yeah his back's on fire it's like no it wouldn't be you you've bucketed up the law there
1: but they also do no, the, they, the the thing I mentioned earlier about how you do not see him fall asleep. He the, yeah, again, the, the scene that. transitions to him, or seemingly and awake, but he's actually who, asleep.
2: Yeah, this is a guy who's on top of his Freddy Law.
1: Yes, I mean, he's, he's who the knows his stuff. He's the crazy guy that knows his stuff, but he's well, only yeah. crazy to them. He's not crazy to us. I love that little speech. Of he goes, "How do you see if He goes, "Coffee,
2: lots of coffee. Yeah. Make friends with coffee, coffee." <laughs> It's like you reckon, some coffee brand will like will pay you a load of dollars if you crank in our coffee name? And they're like, coffee, just drink the coffee. It's like, oh yeah, we get it, coffee mate. All right, calm down. Clearly, you've had too many. It's like one of those five-hour energy uh, adverts.
0: Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it pretty much is. Now, this is the point where they're having this little meeting, and the sheriff turns up, and again, Laurie falls asleep. Although, to be fair, Laurie might be a bit tired at this point in time because of mm. everything that's going on. She obviously just run away from her father, who doesn't. Yeah, the, the, the group of the group
1: of that together in like a basement of a yeah. house. But we also have the stoner guy. We also have the stoner guy. Oh yeah, I don't know why was he's there. Oh, he's only there. Because hell. He the drug He was so obnoxious. Yeah. He was really bad. Oh yes, why the drug. The drug. the drug. We need to talk about the drug. The...
2: Yes, the drug hypnosil, which is this untested drug, oh, which Laurie's father apparently prescribed to Will and Mark. So actually you're like, well, he's not necessarily he's not a bad guy then because he's like okay yeah these kids have met freddy um if they dream they might meet freddy so here take this drug you won't dream you'll be safe and it's like okay so he's not a bad guy then he's actually trying to help these kids yeah but obviously will thought he killed his mom and then there's a bit in the house where he's like i was just protecting you it's like but i didn't do it but i'm protecting you and it's like did you kill her or did you not what was going on there i don't anyway. But basically they're like, oh yeah, Hypnosil, that's a, that's psychiatric hospital that we broke out of. Let's go back there. And also at this point in time, by the way, again, there's barely any emotion for the fact that Mark's just been horribly burnt to death. They're just like, yeah, yeah. cool, let's go do that.
1: It, it's a tra- it's basically a tranquilizer drug, like a, uh, a Valium, yeah. shall you say, like a, a really strong yeah, like Valium. A, horse tranquilizer. Un- horse
2: tranquilizer yeah. sleeping pill. Yes. So they go up to this psychiatric hospital and literally just walk through the door because, you know. We have the same keycard. card. Drugs with the same key card that is yep. still active somehow, yep. they just walk around the psychiatric hospital no oh there's no, there. the there's no one there there's no one there although they have a police officer with them so yeah, maybe which well then turns from this psychiatric hospital to this weird science experiment coma patient thing mm. where these people are too hooked on this drug and it's at this point in time that Freddie possesses one of them because he- again he falls asleep Really easily?
1: Yeah, so it's the stoner guy we briefly mentioned earlier. He He's with the group. Um He, he gets high and somehow falls asleep when he gets high. But again, another time, we are not oh, yeah. showing him falling asleep. He's just apparently asleep. And yeah. Freddy gets in his mind. Well, no. he
2: gets in his mind first. He shares a bong with him.
1: That's exactly it. Freddy appears while this guy is asleep in a really it's bad so CGI fun. I wanna say some little creep, like a little cockroachy senpede cent- like, like Alice in Wonderland thing. A worm like with legs a- sort of creature.
2: Yeah, it's like there's an Alice in Wonderland reference where she meets this like um hash pipe smoking caterpillar thing mm. and I'm like that's basically what they've yeah. done
1: here. Yeah, it's like a caterpillar and- with Freddy's face on the front of it.
2: Yeah, so he smokes this, I don't know, hash pipe thing, and then Freddy, like, crams himself down his throat or something. Yes,
1: he he, he dives he right down the stoner's throat, which then makes yeah, the stoner be possessed by Freddy himself.
2: So the stoner then goes, and they find, he finds all the hypnotist, and so he starts pointing down the sink, and they're like, oh, don't do that, and he's like, no, yeah, pulls it down. Um, at which point in time, Jason then appears. Uh, it, clearly, he's, for some reason, he's tracking this group, this particular group of
1: teenagers. This that- is, you know, teenagers left that bothered me when jason just appears he appears oh, yeah. um he just appears at this mental has. asylum we also do not know how far away this mental asylum is no i well, mean he's outside of town clearly a very good traveler jason but he j- yeah. just appears at this um he's a very good tracker yeah. as we yeah. established in the beginning of friday the 13th part two he can track yes, he people apparently <laughs> he can track but people very well
2: it's He's literally at the start of the film, Freddy is Pamela Voorhees says, just go kill everyone in, go kill all the children in Springwood. Mm. So Jason would do that. So there's no real reason other than we need him here now, Mm. because this is getting to the end game of the film here. We need Jason here for what's about to happen. So he will just turn up. And of course he does just turn up and then all the group's like, oh crap, it's Jason run away. And the stoner dude is like, oh, I've got this. At this point in time, I think at this point in time, Freddy has realized he has to get rid of Jason because if he can't get rid of Jason, there'll be no one left and yeah. he's not going to come back.
1: He realizes so, his plan isn't really working.
2: Yeah. Because
1: it was a so stupid he, plan to begin with. It really was. A terrible plan to begin with.
2: Um, I'll mention who they were going to put in in the sequel in a minute or uh, after yeah. we get through this dark yeah. bit. And so, Stoner Dude, he runs up to, he waits till Jason gets near him and then he pumps him full of like a mass amount of Hypnosil or like the last remaining bit of Hypnosil Yeah, it's or about something.
1: two two big syringes worth I and mean, yeah. we're talking comical size syringes in the neck
2: These are Acme levels yeah. of Looney Tunes They were, and yeah. He gets, <laughs> yeah He gets sliced in half uh, Jason passes out
1: The, sto- the then, stoner guy gets sliced in half
2: Yeah, the stoner guy gets sliced yeah. in half uh, Freddy's like, uh, okay and then the kids are like oh, cool, it's like this is Jason he's knocked out they're like I know. Oh, well, no, we've missed a bit. So when Laurie falls asleep in the meeting, she imagines that her friends are trying to kill her. And when it's revealed it's Freddy, she, like, she rips off part of his ear or something and she brings it into the real world and then she's like, oh, we can, we can kill Freddy in the real world. So when they find Jason, they're like, oh, cool. If we bring Freddy into the real world, Jason can kill him. And they're like, cool. Let's go to Camp Crystal Lake which is again as we've said earlier is 7 hours away is, is
1: is a long long trip away
2: yeah long trip away and these guys have found extra levels of hypnosil from somewhere because they're on this van they're travelling down they're like oh yeah if uh, we can get him out yeah you know, if we can keep him tranquilized enough they've also tied
1: him up well hang on yeah yeah uh, hang, hang, on. On, hang on hang on so they've met yeah jason they they've drugged jason and they have managed to yeah, well, there's also there's other things that happen in, in the mental asylum. So when Jason does arrive, he doesn't just attack the stone. The guy, he he does a full assault. So he kills oh, yeah. Greg, he because he accidentally attack. he accidentally um he's going for an attack, slashes one of the computers, which uh, ends okay. up electrifying him because it goes through the machete to him. While he's being electrocuted, he grabs uh Greg from scary movie, yep. stabs officer, stabs and kills him. Yep. Um. That's Linderman. the only one. Lind- Linderman is yeah, shooting Linderman's at died. him, but doesn't. Yeah, doesn't die. Uh, yeah, yeah, he he, gra- he grabs Stubbs' gun. Basically, He doesn't die. He's just yeah. trying to defend himself. But it, also, how did they get him in this truck? I mean, they must no, be amazing tranquilizers. Um, but how did they get him in this truck? Because of the fact, the security is pathetic at this mental asylum. Yeah,
2: it's it's rubbish. And let's be honest, this is a six foot seven monster of a man yeah and there's like it's basically laurie will and linderman so when linderman is not a big guy he's a very he's well he's, he's basically the geek in this yeah so he's not really built laurie is probably average build and will again is not a jacked bloke so to lift this monster of a bloke mm. would take some very superhuman effort. well not superhuman but it would be very hard for them to lift him
1: it would be hard but it would also be time consuming it would be well would i mean
2: be. some i mean these guys you know they don't care about time because this is bear in mind that the cornfield to the end of the film happens mm. in one night yeah and yeah, it does. for them to get to camp crystal lake 7 hours away <laughs> you know they're you know, it's not possible
1: well obviously yeah but,
2: um this is the, this is when we kind of get to this is when we get to see the swamp in jason's mind which we said earlier is really cool it is
0: good it's it really is cool good design.
2: yeah and it's at this point in time that Freddy meets Jason in the dream world for the first time. Mm. And he starts to kind of attack him. But then he again, he kind of realizes it's like, well, Freddy's Jason's not actually scared of me because no matter what he does to him, he's just like, eh, OK. And he just keeps on coming.
1: Was well, it at this it's- point where we learn about it's at this point we learn about Jason's fear of water. Yes. And it is. why and why he has his fear of water. Yeah. So I this is,
2: this is probably this. the only Friday the 13th lore that's in this film. And
1: it's rubbish,
2: <laughs> and in my it's opinion. Rubbish. It's terrible. It's basically, Freddy goes, oh, you're scared of water and then proceeds to drown Jason
1: in this you know, yeah, dream but, world. Uh, the, 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 describe the way he's... So, they're in this dream world <laughs> and they're fighting and Jason's getting, Jason's getting his ass handed to him by Freddy. Uh, Freddy's using all his mystical powers, telekinesis throwing shit at jason metal plates the whole shebang everything and the the whole this whole dream world is kind of like a factory industrial setting and they get to a point where i believe jason slashes a pipe and water is like a waterfall gushing down and Uh, it's it's acting as a barrier between freddy and jason but freddy notices jason is sort of holding back from the water he won't move through it I hated that. It yeah. shows weakness. I don't want to see weakness well, like that. It's, it's also,
2: again, not canon. No, Because in the last Friday the 13th films, yes, J- Jason has a fear of drowning. That's the thing. He doesn't have a fear of water. And in past Friday the 13th films, he's, quite, he's attacked people from under the water. Mm. He's, not, you know, he's not afraid to go into the water. He's just afraid to drown.
1: Yes. So, I and mean, also, this water that's coming down in front of him is technically like a rain. It's like it's like a big it's like rain. So he's yeah. been in the rain.
2: Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, if he's that scared of water falling, it's like when he stepped into the thunderstorm, he would have been like, oh oh no. Yeah, exactly. Home. Yeah. Also, I mean, if you were that scared of water, you wouldn't live near a lake. Let's be honest. Oh
1: well, he's he's not really all there with it. To be fair, poor Jason. Yeah, not really. No, so, not really. Is at this point is when because it's a dream world, anything can happen. Jason suddenly becomes young Jason. Powering on the floor. Yeah. And that is where Freddy gets into his mind, within his mind.
2: And then that's where we
1: go back to Camp Crystal Lake and we see Jason...
2: Jason drowning. Um, Yeah. He's being... He's pushed in by the kids. Um, And then, yeah, Freddy Freddy likes to torment him about this.
1: At the same time this is happening, we're in the van, Mm -hmm. Laurie decides to go under and get somehow in the same dream world. As yeah Jason? which is not
2: actually possible
1: how's that how does she just go to go asleep and suddenly get into the dream world it's not really established yeah. um, it's not, also a big note I've got here you have Jason in a van why are you not just killing him yeah. why are you not just killing him there and then why do we have to use him him as a pawn to do something we're not even sure is going to work why are you not yeah. just killing him there and then you're not going to be classed as murderers. You have proof no. of this monster.
2: <laughs> Just kill him. Plus, I think if you would turn around, and be like, oh, we killed Jason Voorhees. By the way, people are like, oh, thank goodness for that.
1: Exactly.
2: Exactly. He's like he's gone. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, they notice that Jason is drowning. So Lori's like, I'll go in and help him, which you know isn't possible because, like we said, you know, can't go into the same dream. You would probably fall asleep and then be like, oh, I'm, yeah, I'm on a cloud. Okay, cool. And then she. She arrives at Camp Crystal Lake Dreamworld, and she finds young Jason in the water. So she reaches in to try and help him. At which point, I think Freddy—oh, Freddy does that weird dream demon flight thing, where he pulls Jason down, and then he leaps out of the water. Yes. And last bit it's a cool like demon Freddy shot. I was like, oh, I really <laughs> like that. Yep. And then she's like, okay, yeah, come at me, blah. And so Freddy, come fight goes, me, bro. Yeah come fight me bro <laughs> and then so they're having this weird tussle all in the while she's screaming wake me up wake me up blah, blah. and in the van they're just like yeah we should wake her up shouldn't we yeah let's wake her up and they're you know they're trying all they can to wake her up and I think oh it's they've also realised that they don't have any hypnosil left because Lindemann's like we've got none left this is it so yeah. after this dose he's gonna wake up
1: there's also the point in the van in the, in the middle of all that where Jason is drowning but mm. for some for for their for their logic, they need him alive, which is again why I was baffled as to just kill him, just end, just just get rid of get rid of one of your enemies at least. Um, yeah, because they know that if they take hypnosil, they're not going to dream, so they're like, oh, yeah. we can just get rid of Freddy that way. Jason is drowning, but he's visibly drowning in the yeah. van. The 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 dream the dream drowning has merged into reality, and Linderman. Uh, Persuades Kelly Rowland to kind of give him CPR.
0: Oh God! And she does yes, it. I forgot about and that. she does it. Oh. And it's
1: it's all the gurgling noises of Jason gurgling water, yeah. trying to yeah. breathe. Yeah, that was that was a bit silly. Uh, yeah. yeah, that that was oh, yeah. That was terrible.
2: Um, so yeah, so Laurie's having this fight with Freddie, and they they wake her up. And as they wake her up... Do they wake her up here? No. No, they don't wake her up because the van crashes. Yes. Because Jason wakes up and then they're like, oh my god, Jason's awake, and for some reason Will loses control of the van, and it crashes over and it launches Jason out of the van. Launches. He goes flying for miles. <laughs> he really does. <brings> um, <laughs> he flies. Oh my and god. after this car wreck, they're like, oh, we're on Camp Crystal Lake, oh. Okay, yeah. let's go. Convenient crash, was, that was. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was very you, convenient.
2: Yeah, it was, yeah. They crashed right in Camp Crystal Lake. And then, of course, at that point in time, I was like, cool, you're now stuck in Camp Crystal Lake with Jason Voorhees. Yeah. I'm like, this is... Well, to be fair, this is the note I have for later. It's like, well, I'll come back to it in a minute, actually. And they pick up Laurie's body, and they, they walk to this, like, boathouse type thing, I guess. All while Laurie is still asleep and in mm-hmm. the dream world, is screaming at him, is you know to be woken up. And I can't remember how it happens, but somehow, oh no, Jason is tracking him at this point in time. Mm-hmm. And Linderman and I think it's uh, Kelly Rowland's character. They they try and deter Jason long enough to wake Laurie up so she can bring out Freddie. So they set fire to this boathouse thing. At which point in time? Laurie's arm catches fire. It burns her long enough. And so she wakes up with Freddy. Yeah. And this is when we get... Oh, yeah. Oh, you're agreeing with me. And this oh, is so so... To... Go,
1: go, go, go. Yeah. Right,
2: and this is when we get to the final bit of this film, which is finally Freddy versus Jason. Because Jason... Freddy's turned up and he's like, ah, I'm in the real world. And then he turns around and he's like, oh, shit, Jason. Yeah. And fire. And they're like, oh... Freddie's weakness is fire. Oh, okay. And this is the point where so many people just get killed off, which I think is quite fun, except for Linderman. Linderman suffered a bit. He,
1: yeah, it, he it, 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 it feels like they were told to wrap shit up. Now it feels like yeah, they were I told it to. Time. You, it's time we've we've we're running out of time. We're running out of film. We're running out of budget. We gotta. Let's just uh, let's just wrap this up.
2: And. Freddie and Jason finally have their, their big old blowout fight, which is yep. so over the top.
1: It's, it's ridiculous. Funny. It's ridiculous. Oh, it
2: is. My, my, literally my. Oh, Isn't
1: actually, it, no, that at was this point fun... Jason kills Kelly Rowland?
2: Does he kill? Oh, he does. Yeah. Yeah. That's... Well, I... he kills Lindemann first because he launches him into a tree. Yes. And like shatters every bone in his body. And he, he falls down and Kelly's like, oh no, he stabs him as well, I think. And Kelly's like, oh, I'll be right back. He's like, yeah, 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 go. It's all right. And then he's like, it just, you know, dies there and then. Yeah, yeah. And then I can't remember how Kelly dies. I, you know, I probably just blocked it out because I don't really, you know, I wasn't paying attention at this point in time. Mainly I've, because my, my note here is pinball Jason, which was ugh, so bad.
1: I will definitely be honest. I do not remember the, rest, the, the, the end of the film as much as I do the rest. And that's saying I, I something. Will, I will give you a quick rundown. Do it. Of it because at this point in
2: time, it's this, this fight scene is so bad. Yeah, basically, they go to a construction site on Camp Crystal Lake, which there would not be a construction site because no one goes to Camp Crystal Lake because it's abandoned and Jason lives there. And basically, Freddy pinballs Jason. Oh, no, pinball Jason was in the dream world. That was it. He pinballed Jason in the dream world, he was knocking around the pipes. Um, that was that bit basically they have this fight in this construction area which you know is only there for convenience sake and freddy pins jason to the ground with loads of spikes mm. so he's stuck he's bleeding he's pretty injured and then he goes to like launch a minecraft minecart at him but then it doesn't work and for some reason they set off a oh it knocks a wrecking ball off that then wallops into freddy knocking him on the floor at the same time, this thing's still bouncing around and then it I think it basically hits the two of them and it launches. They, these characters just fly
1: across the air. The physics do not apply to these characters. Well, as we established and- from the fact that Jason got launched from the uh, van that crashed and was yeah. basically a uh, mannequin dummy. There was no mass oh, yeah. to him. He just went. Oh, yeah. Similar to this bad CGI where these two get launched across
2: this construction site to the, the docks easily, There's a, I don't know most of my notes don't make sense here, probably because I wasn't, I was just trying to block ignoring this bit, basically one of my notes is weird Freddy comment roasting about dick sizes and I'm like, I don't remember where this came in but okay, cool Freddy was clearly, had an issue with his the size of his manhood maybe Well, as much um, as oh, as much is...
1: du- Go on.
2: oh I, I, Kelly dies I think it was super duper tree slam I think that's how she dies Yes, she's punched and then she goes flying through the air and she cracks into the tree. That was
1: it. As much as I do not really remember this last final part, I do remember how they both die, Jason and Freddy. It's in a simple way. Jason kills Freddy, but Laurie gets the final kill on Freddy. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Laurie kills Freddy. No, Laurie kills Freddy. Freddy pretty much ends Jason. That was what I meant. Yeah, Freddy. Yeah, Freddy kills Jason. Jason gives the assist. Then, he gives the assist to Laurie to get the final kill. Yeah, it, which is she sets fire to that giant
2: propane tank. Yeah, and stands there next to Will. And I was watching, and if you've just set fire to a giant propane tank, that's going up. You'd have seconds at best to yeah. get out of there. Why is that and there? This, I don't. Well, that's the thing. It's, there's a whole construction area on Crystal Lake. Yeah, which there shouldn't be. And no. again, it's this it's just plot ease it's like we need some big fight it's like oh what if we have them hit by a wrecking ball yeah okay put a put a giant construction site in there it's like oh should we blow Freddy up with fire yeah stick a propane tank there i don't know just do something it's like again it's like we're running out of time and money no one wants to do this film anymore just just get it done let's get going
1: yeah we, and, we've gone through this complete nonsensical plot to eventually yeah. we this nonsensical plot to eventually get to what the film's titled out and it feels very much a throwaway yeah. scene. It feels very much a oh, yeah. like a wrap up scene for no, exactly. for the sake
0: they... of it. For
1: the sake of it. So they they kill these two, and
2: well, Jason is never seen to die. He just he falls into the lake, hmm. I think, and he starts to drop. And I was like, okay, Freddy is at this point in time. He's decapitated. He's lo- missing his arms, so he's he's pretty much out of the game. And then these two kind of Will and Laurie kind of just stand there having a chat. And I was like. You're still in Crystal Lake, by the way. I'm like, I would get out of Crystal Lake because you're. You try and leave as quick as know. possible. You would leave as quickly as possible, exactly. And basically, they leave, and it's like, oh, everyone's dead, yay! And then Jason emerges from the lake. You're like, oh, Jason's alive, and in, in his, his head, hand, Freddy's head. You have Freddie's head yeah. that winks at the camera as the film ends. Which you're just watching it, going, I, oh no 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 it's well established if Freddy dies in the real life he dies but clearly this film they were like no
1: no we're gonna have him still alive there's no resolve after this film no there really isn't there's There's, there's no resolve whatsoever
2: No one wins in this film. Well, to be this, right, no film is this film is
1: pointless. <laughs> this is pointless, this
2: film. And once you get to the end of this film, you can see why there haven't been any other films made in these franchises. The re- we're not counting the reboots because the reboots didn't do well either way. Um, this was Robert England's last appearance as Freddy Krueger. And I was like, it is not a good one. It's, it's got to not... be honest.
1: I mean, well, I mean here's... In the franchise itself, the the latter ones weren't great. Same with the Friday the Thirteenth. but they're more more watchable. Yeah, sequels. They're more watchable than this. That's for sure. I would say.
2: I did like. I mean, the credits were good only because they had an Il Nino song again. Yes. So that was nice to watch. Yes, I'll always take that. Um, yeah. I mean, they were really pinning hopes on this film doing well because they were they the idea was to start building a unite like a united horror franchise like a where they were verse. like okay we're gonna have yeah slasher verse we're like yeah. we're gonna have freddy versus jason like freddy versus jason 2 freddy versus jason and they were going to have ash williams yeah. but because this film just tanked so hard the whole lot were like scrap that do not make that film whatsoever and it i'm so glad that they good. made it into a comic book but i'm so glad they didn't make it in film because it would have just been awful
1: well, there's also as a comic book series I've been trying to find for ages, which is uh, Leatherface versus Jason.
2: Yeah, I did. That one's very hard to come by.
1: Yeah. Uh, Where, well, like, it. old minded. Yeah, not seeing it anywhere. But I, I am sure there's probably multiple different uh, comic uh, iterations of slash so certain slashes versus certain slashes. There's a comic for everything. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Easily. This film well, is a mess it really is it's I would, a mess I'm not watching it again I've no, only seen
2: it twice and I'm never watching it again
1: I, I'm honestly glad we we have gotten it out of the way It, apologies folks it has seemed like quite a quick run through review whereas our other reviews have gone over two hours maybe just, but yeah. this film is a mess um, it,
2: yeah it's, it's a mess and honestly the film's pace they just rush all over the from place. thing to
1: thing yeah it's all over the they, place
2: yeah it's, it was someone, I think someone had an idea for a nightmare film. And if they just stuck to making it a nightmare film, they could have polished it up, made it a bit creepy, a bit darker, had it as maybe instead of Jason, you had a, maybe like I said, a bit of a psychotic kid. It would have been a good, it would have been an okay nightmare film, but as a crossover film, it was just, it was so nightmare influenced yeah. that Jason was like, well, I'm barely in it. I'm only in it when I need to be in it.
1: How's about you just don't make Will and Mark um, residents of the mental asylum? And instead of Jason, you have Freddy going after an ex-serial killer that was in the mental asylum, and he breaks free. And that's it. That's that's all you need to do. And there you go. It's a new Freddy film, but it's not quite Freddy doing it. It's Freddy using someone to do his Mm. bidding, but that's all you need to
2: do. You could even do it in a way where maybe the slash is like oh it's freddy making me do this and people are like who the hell's freddy it's like yeah well, you know, they don't Tony believe, Creed, they, like, don't believe they don't believe him they don't they don't believe him and it's it builds on that sort of is it him but it's but it's not though it's like that would be an interesting thing
1: yeah they they, they yeah. tried too hard to get both the yeah. the, the iconic killers in and it, it just didn't work it did not work no, um, it really didn't so unfortunately folks we cannot recommend this film but if you want a fun no s- no, no, no why am i saying fun you, it's not fun if
2: you are even remotely interested in watching this film do so without our recommend without our blessing because it's it's, it's not worth your time i think it's only
1: a maybe like 85 minutes maybe 80 85 yeah, it's a minutes very short film uh which which is, which is what fucks with the pacing quite a lot i mean you can have a short yeah. horror film if it's just done right i mean we we discussed um Friday the 13th one and two were quite short but
2: they had good they pacing were only about an hour and 15 minutes but yeah. they got it right with how they did it
1: yeah so yeah i'm afraid this film folk if you've never seen it is not a good recommendation um, no we yeah
2: we did it again like we said we were going to do slasher versus slasher but um the film kind of did it for
1: us yeah, the film did it for us. It's just... It's just... What it, is my camera turning off? I don't fine. know. It, the, the film kind of did it for us in the way of getting the worst versions of each of these slashes out the way, I think. Yeah. I think in the future when we come back to this, if we ever do Jason versus Freddy, we'll have done Friday the 13th Part 1, 2 and Nightmare on Elm Street 1 and we'll be able to go back and analyse both of them and discuss yeah. each one. This one this kind of was a two birds with one stone. We got the film that was titled Freddy vs. Jason out of the way and That's, discussing yeah. their worst entries in yeah. one, in one yeah, film. It really so, it could, it you know what, it worked out for the best with the, with an with a awful film.
2: We, we will do, we will do a Freddy vs. Jason slash versus slasher but we'll do it with what we feel is the best versions yes. of those characters yes. rather the, than this one which is just the worst. I mean, We couldn't, I mean, we originally were going to base it off the two characters in this film because it's like, right, they're in the film. Whatever they have is that. Unfortunately, Jason is barely in it. It So actually, like, you can't, it's not fair. It would be very much, well, Freddy wins it because Jason only appears and, you know. It would have been a short episode. He has a a very short
1: episode. Yeah.
2: He has a really bad immunity to uh, Horse Tranquilizer, clearly.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Clearly. Yeah. Yep. So we're gonna we, we we've had our horrible meal here but we're gonna oh, have the dis- yeah. we're gonna have our lovely dessert on the next episode which is the original nightmare on elm street i have to preface that the conscious. original because there is obviously a remake and i can't for the life of me ever think we'll do the remake no not not anytime soon that's for sure <laughs> it might be we do an episode on we may have
2: to we, we, we do a brief episode on remakes um, yes, where we, feel, what we, we What could. we could do is do like remake versus remake, and we yeah. you know we have a look at the two. Yeah. Look um, at, however, the... you know, most of the time it's going to be the original because you you can't be the original. No,
1: but we can look at we can look at shitty remakes. That is for sure. and We could get a lot of content oh, yeah. out of that. So, Easily. episode fifteen next time will be a Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, I think that was as far as our plans got. We'll work something out for the next yeah. few episodes after that. We've got. got, that. A, We've got a few yeah, we're going to do a bit of
2: planning, so we can uh,
1: maybe we've got other plans of bringing other types of horror
2: stuff, but like we mm. said, we need, we need to really plan those yeah. out. It's I know hard. we wanted to do uh horror games, but again, some, some, not like, a, I mean, watching a film, it's maybe an hour and a half to two hours playing a game. You have to play the game and it's it's like, I have to find time to play the game. Yeah. So we'll have a, again, we'll that's to- probably why we haven't done many TV series because it's like mm. an hour and a half film versus 13 hours. Oh, okay. That's
1: a lot of hours. We'll get to games down the line. But for now, films are working out as a treat. Yep. Nightmare on Elm Street next time. So, until then, until episode 15. Episode 15, we don't quite well to get to 15 episodes. I'm proud of yeah, that. Happy, yeah. Until then, we have socials. You can find... Yes, we do. But be, for all the socials, actually, let's get... The, you know, this is actually a podcast. Uh, oh <laughs> Listeners, you're listening to the podcast. You should probably tell you where you can find it. You can find the Where's Dreadcast on Spotify, Apple and Google Podcasts, Podbean, amazon slash audible and on youtube youtube simply just search the dreadcast you'll find the videos wherever they're uploaded on whatever channel and our personal uh social medias the instagram of the dreadcast is the underscore dreadcast my personal social medias are now rebranded to tomzilla because it's a bit oh, yeah, that's true. tomzilla you'll find it there yourself sir you can find me on
2: Twitter. I am on Twitter as Tainted Souls. You look for the little ghost, and you will find me there. I'm on Instagram as Tainted Souls as well. Again, check out the ghost. And we do now. I am on TikTok, but the TikTok, if you wanted to find it, is now searching for the Dreadcast. We do have a Dreadcast TikTok, Lovely. so you can find it there. I am working out what to do with it. Um, you would include promos, obviously for episodes, and I'm going to do try and do maybe do some like clips, some horror movies, you know, maybe like first appearances and things like Ooh. that um to kind of promote our our podcast a bit more.
1: Well, there we go we now have an Instagram and a TikTok officially for the dreadcast. We do have a Pretty Gmail good. as well. We do have a G- Oh my god I forgot to promote that. Promote it. Go for it. Promote promote promote. We have a Gmail
2: at dreadcastpodcast@gmail.com. You can email us any questions you want to ask us. You can email us ideas if you want us to cover things. Maybe you have some random indie horror film that we've never heard of like Pin and we will get round to it.
1: In fact, just, send us us any, just send us anything, any question in life. Anything. Tell us about your life. And if you've made it this far in the podcast episode, thank you.
2: Yes, thank you for watching. 15, 14, no, 15, 14 episodes. 14
1: oh. episodes in. Yeah. Go, We're a teenager yeah. now. And podcast we are. Years. We are. We're going to be 15 soon. Oh. But until, until number 15... Say, say the thing. Stay creepy. There it is.